Alright guys, welcome back to a very special episode of the Unknown T.O. Podcast. We're doing a Black History Month special feature. Your boys Matt, Corey Mandela. Corey's behind the soundboard today. We have our special guests, John and Oweme. Hello, hello. Fellow coaches from Launchpad. They've come come by to tell us some stories and share some thoughts with us. Want to say what up to everybody? Yeah. John here. And I'm Oweme. And thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, well, thanks for joining us. Matt, anything to say to the people? It's good to be back. It's been a long hiatus, but you know, uh, we're here. We're going to get things crackalacking just now. Love it. Love to be back. It's great to be back. So, as you guys know, it's February. Mm-hmm. It's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, very important month. We're actually going to start referring it to as Black Futures Month. Shout out to Kanye West on that one. Yeah. We're going to focus on celebrating black excellence in history, but also looking forward to the future and what black people are currently doing now to strive for greatness. So one of the first questions I'm going to ask you, uh, what does Black History Month mean to either of you guys? I'll meet up with John here. Well, for me, it's just an opportunity to um, highlight, you know, you know, the past and also tie it in with the future and, you know, educate whoever hasn't had an opportunity to take the opportunity to actually educate themselves. I know it sounds redundant, but that's what it means for me. Um for myself, I mean, growing up at home, from having a, a my father is from Ghana, so was, I've always been like, you know, taught um, our history since I was a kid through like readings or pictures or Afrocentric kind. Yeah, of, so Eurocentric. yeah, so everything that I was taught in school, my father made sure that he gave me the Afrocentric point of view of it. So I have two views to look at it. So that I think that really helped me ground, be grounded in regards to learning uh, our history. Yeah, no, that's so important. I mean, I'm from an African household as well. I'm yeah. Kenyan. I mean, my name says it. Yeah. It speaks for itself. Mandela, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I was named after Nelson Mandela. And those teachings are just so important when you're in a world full of, like, you're going to school and, you know, you're not really taught proper. But yeah. when you go home and those are what you're taught, being taught or learning and seeing every day and those yeah. conversations in the household... It makes you strong, powerful, confident to know who you are. Absolutely. It gives you a sense of identity. So, yeah. I like that. But yeah. women? Um, I just want to, like, um, highlight what you said. The word highlight Black History Month, meaning those uh, ancestors, what mm-hmm. they have done, and the active struggles that they have been able to give each and every one of us an opportunity to do what we're doing now. And because I know a lot of people, when you ask them, like, what does it mean? A lot of people say... Um, is to educate, you know, each and every one. But I feel like it's more like a reminder. Like it sh- Black History Month should not just be much. It should pretty much be like um, a way of life. So pretty much like every single day you wake up, just know, like just remember your histories, read about resources that help you like know our ancestors. And um, I just feel like for some people, mm-hmm. they, they need to like more or less like just figure out and like go on research and like just find more more people and ask them like questions like oh, where you're from um learn about like the cultures and because it, it pretty much helps like for me i'm nigerian and before like even come to canada i think i was pretty much <laughs> taught a lot of like history that wasn't even mine um i would have to learn about like my my 
sister countries like um, Togo. I have to learn about Ghana. I have to learn about uh, what they do, what is different by, about me, uh, what are their 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 logos, what are their motives. So things like that. I just feel like yeah, that it should just be like a reminder. Like everyone should just like every single day just learn about stuff and yeah. I think February should just be like you know just a reminder for people to just like oh it's Black History Month okay let's let's you know recline back okay what have you learned throughout the whole year like what have I what have I accomplished what have I learned about you know Black History yeah that's much it for me. No, I like that. I like that very much. Always waking up daily, just celebrating yourself. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, Matt? I mean, I agree with every what everyone said. Um, being mixed raced and being half black, half white, it kind of. Uh, puts me in a position to know a little bit of both and understand my, my, my black history and also like what my white history is as well. And um, I just think it's it, growing up and being in elementary school and then like having other kids look at me and wonder like, am I really celebrating this month or is it just another mm-hmm. day for me and stuff? Um, but as I got older and as I continue to get older, I, I do reflect more and more on the days of this month and every other day that involves black futures and black excellence involving but um yeah it's just i got to do more research i feel being a mixed race person because i don't think i get the benefit of the doubt of knowing my other half of the history yeah i've actually heard heard that subject quite a bit talk from uh, biracial people such as yourself when you were younger how did you kind of filter that and deal with that like because you know you don't really have the capacity to think it through and the people who are telling the people who are telling you this, um, they don't necessarily understand what they're saying. Mm. They're more just saying it to be part of the group, the end thing. Yeah. And they don't realize some of what the trauma it might be causing. I mean, as a kid, like I was definitely like unaware of what I was doing or how I was saying things or what I was a part of, to be honest. But like the more and more I got older, I realized, okay, like maybe I should take more time. To, to research the stuff or understand, hey, like, uh, you know, the Viola Desmond being on our $10 bill, why mm-hmm. why is something like that taking so long, right? Like, there's obviously a process that went into it and the fact that the people who make the rules are not black, right? It, it hinders their judgment as to, to doing things like that. So I just don't want to be put in a position where I'm, like, caught with one hand in the water and one hand out, like, being half black and half white put in a situation like that so just had to grow up and and kind of distance myself from being in that kind of environment uh and i find myself now understanding how to approach different things like that well said well said um but to switch topics john i want to start with my first question for you um you've been coaching girls basketball for many years now yeah Uh, can you tell us how you've seen the game grow in that time and how far do you think it can go yeah, man, I've been coaching basketball, well, girls basketball since 2008, um, down at Eastern Commerce. Um, the legendary Eastern Commerce. Yeah, uh, um, shout out to my boy Kareem, he actually was the one that gave me my uh, first coaching gig, and um, from then, you know, I was kind of naive coaching girls basketball when I started, first started, because when I, you know, in high school, you watch girls basketball with like... You know, you go just there to see <laughs> the other girls coming from the other team or whatever the case may be. I'm sorry, but it's honestly... Yeah, yeah, right. Around that time, things like this happen. Yeah, you know, so... 
it was pretty slow and boring and so forth and so on. But then when I got coaching at Eastern and I saw elite girls actually playing the game, I is I took a it just took me by uh, like surprise. Yeah, because one I noticed that in the girls games, especially when we were in high school, they took it a lot more the education part more a lot more serious. They took it uh, as serious as the boys and see even sometimes more serious because they knew that they were getting the notoriety that they should be even, even though that we won a provincial championship back to back, you know, we're still not getting the notoriety that we um we're getting at that point in time. And just the response to what how the players were like I noticed once uh uh once those girls bought bought in, did a run through the wall for you. And I actually want to prove that everybody else that, you know, they, they can ball. Um, in regards to from 2008 to right now, it's blown up. Because now there's a lot, a little bit more money coming in. Not trying to say there's a not enough money coming into the game, but there's a lot more money coming in before, not now than before. Mm-hmm. So that that has helped. You've seen more people being involved. you see seen more partnerships. Uh, with uh, major brands, well, with the development of the WNBA and everything, right? yeah, it's yeah, kind of getting more recognition than it deserves. But you could still argue you're still kind of trying to fight for that. that yeah, yeah, unfairly so, I think. Yeah, it, it it is unfair because you know they put in the same amount of work. Sometimes they even, they even work even harder than the guys. From what I really notice is because when the season is done, they got to go to Europe and go play just to make back some of the money that. Yeah, you know, instead of the guy, some of them work two jobs. Yeah, you know, work two jobs. Work during the day and then ball at night. Yeah, and and it's it's mind blowing to me. But now I can see, okay, the major brands like Steph Curry and and Under Armour. Steph Steph Curry has a mandate that he wants to see X amount of girls playing. So he like he he puts pressure on Under Armour. Now Under Armour has a girl AAU. So that AAU is for summer basketball, so where all the girls would come in and get strike it. Wow. That. Yeah, yeah he, that's awesome. It was all because of a, a yeah. fan. I remember watching it. It was like a little, a little girl fan who wrote her uh, a letter to him saying, like, you know, I wanted to buy your new shoes, but unfortunately, you guys only sell them in men's sizes and kids' boys' sizes, right? Mm. My feet can't fit into shoes like that. So how can I play basketball? How can I pursue what my dream is? So. He read the note personally, contacted Under Armour, said, I need you guys to make this shoe in a women's size, and I'm going to send it to this little girl. And then from there, became the pledge to, like, enhance the game and grow the game for the women's side and create, like, his new shoe lines have kid sizes for both men and women. And there's female sizes for the adults, right? Like, anybody can play. It's not just, you know, hardened shoes or curvy shoes are for men's only. Now a lot of these brands are opening up to, to more sizes or more uh, a better demographic for women and stuff like that. So yeah. that's that's crazy. Just it's a shoe. You would think that it wouldn't be like that for a shoe, but I'm yeah. glad he stepped in and did that. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, the AAU is an amateur basketball circuit that runs in the United States Under Armour, puts on tournaments all over the country. It's where you have the most elite of the elite basketball players going there or playing in the tournaments. And they often end up going to the big schools. Like, many yeah. notable, famous NBA players have played there. Like, I mean, yeah. John, I'm sure you can name some of them. Yo, man, too many. Uh, shoot. Like, right now, uh, you know, Aaliyah Edwards, they play all. She's at UConn. Mm-hmm. She went through that circuit. Uh, 
Cheyenne Day Wilson, who's at Duke right now, is one of the top freshmen in the country. And that's the thing about women's basketball, especially in Canada basketball. If you, if you look at the history, Canada's always women's basketball has always been in the top five in the world. And we send more Division One players on the women's side of basketball than we do nice. men. See, how many people know that? Because I had no clue. Right? Makes, I feel like it makes sense, though, right? Because yeah. there's so, in, in, in a way, there's just so much talent, I guess. And it's bad to say, but, like, there's that talent pool for the guy side that is so large. And then for the women's, it's, like, it feels so untapped. It's such a small yeah. market, right? Yeah. Like, you have to know somebody to get your name out there. It's not yeah. like a guy can go into high school, have his friend film his tape, and send it to, like, Ball his Life or something. Mm-hmm. Ball of Life is going to be like, all right, cool. Like, we'll post it and see what we get. If it's a woman, though, they're not going to be as inclined to look at that. They're not going to be doing scout. It, like, $360. Yeah, like, yeah. nobody's that's out flashy stuff. See what I'm but saying? Yeah, like, that's not going to get the views. You'd but, be crazy now. Like, a lot of girls are dunking. I think, like, the excitement of the girls' game is really blowing up. Um, from what I see, like, again, from a Canadian perspective, right? Uh, like, the more, like, there's more AAU teams in this in the country. Like, I, I speak to co- coaches across Canada, and they're all trying to push the girls' game. It's just right now, I, I honestly believe we just – when I mean support, yes, financial support is great. But I also mean, like, the allyships, like, you buying a WNBA sweater or you're getting this uh, a WNBA jersey or you're, you're, you're watching a, a high school game where the best players are going to be at or just that, that type of support is needed because – one, it shows that, yeah, it's an exciting game to watch. Two, you know, you're just you're you're partnering with uh, with players that need it. You're actually invested in the game. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and I, I try to do my, my well, I myself and the rest of the individuals that can lead sports. I mean, we try to do as much as possible to showcase this talent we have for the past ten years. So. Um, my follow-up with this, so as a black male who can serve as a father figure to some yeah. of them, what has been the greatest experience or reward you've had with maybe an individual or a group? Yo, I can't believe you. Yeah, yo, that's a good question because there's one individual that sticks out to her in my mind. Uh, her name is Taylor Gibb. So she came to Eastern in, in 2010, or no, sorry, 2012, and um, I have my years messed up. Sorry, Taylor, but... She came in not knowing basketball. Like, she could play ball. She was, like, 6'2", though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Again, pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Ball. yeah. Why don't you play basketball? Exactly. So, I seen the type of dedication that she put in for a year, and she ended up getting a scholarship. Throughout that scholarship, she graduated from Detroit Mercy in four years. The, at Detroit Mercy, she met her husband. Now they have a family. And she always comes back like we're we're close, you know. What she, she is with the coaching staff. She always like, says to me, "Oh, John, honestly, I I have like I thank you and the rest of the coaching staff because I don't know where I was going at that point in time, and that could have went another way, you know what I mean? But you guys pull me, teach me how to play ball, and I got a scholarship. And from that, you opened that one door for me, and it opened up many other doors, you know. And she was like a poster child for the university when it comes to any publication. No way. Yeah. So like. Those stories, Matt and Mandela, like those are the ones that really like for me it hits home because you you, you took some you like you took a raw talent yeah but no one gave it you know, like no one cared yeah and you got her to a position where some other players probably took years of playing basketball yeah 
and just seeing that type of work ethic from her really hits home to this day. Like I, I, I talk about her all the time. Like, like she always gives, I, you know, she gives us the, the, the praises, but I give her all the praises because she is the one actually put in the work. She's the one actually bought in, you know what I mean? And yeah, I think that's, those are, those are the stories. Those are the, 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 the stuff I love about coaching. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I can actually definitely relate to that. You can teach someone X's and O's. You can teach yeah. someone how to dribble, how to pass, but you can't teach someone how to maximize their full potential no. on and off the court, the yeah. field, or whatever. And that's something that, like, as you said, she still thanks you and considers, like, you know, you were the turning point. Yeah. And that itself is, that's an amazing story. Yeah. Man. Best. <laughs> So we'll shift gears here to OMA. So OMA, coming to Canada, you came as an as a teenager. Yeah. How old were you when you got here? Um, it's been so long. I wouldn't say eighteen, but I would say I came I came in at a pretty long time. So five, five, close close to close to. Wow, you're a baby. I may be mixing it up, but I know close to five years. Start. I think. I think December should make five years. I've been like you've been, been here for five years, or you came. I no. I think. I think. I think when I came to Canada was why I'm mixing it up is because it's it's crazy <laughs> how long I've actually been here. But I would say maybe June, July makes it five years. Five years. I, I should be correct. Okay, so you were the baby. <laughs> so you were in a big I got that mixed up. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought too. I thought it was like a summer not too long ago. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So considering you were like the age where you could like comprehend and understand the way things work, like what was the culture shock like for you and like different experiences that maybe you wouldn't have to deal with back home in Nigeria? Um honestly I would probably bring it back to just like my background. So for those who know I'm Nigerian and technically back home racism was I wouldn't really say it wasn't a thing it's just more like it's not really the mentality it's not what we all like think about it's like we didn't have to choose what color we're gonna come out of our mother's womb so like it wasn't like a thing like oh you're black or you're brown or you're white that wasn't the mentality and again way back home we we are the kind of people that are like very resilient it's something that we always hold on to we don't think about like um, something bringing us down or someone trying to pull us down which is like okay you're trying to pull me down I'm just going to keep doing me because yeah. I know the motive for me is just to keep excelling I just want to be successful that's my motive so when I came um, I would say it was a little bit different just because there were other people from different countries different um, demographics and at first as a little kid I, I was just I won't say I was shocked I would just say I was a little bit just skeptical. I didn't know like mm-hmm. what to do or, or how to feel, especially like when people would ask me some certain questions. Um, um, like, are you, are you from Africa? I'm like, is that really? Yeah, they oh. don't. They don't know that Africa is a continent. And yeah, there's countries like, and there's like fifty four countries. Like, it's crazy to me to this day that people like, still don't know that. So, so those like those amount of questions I get just kind of like perplex me. I'm just like I don't know like how to answer because it should be like a general question. It's like asking, do you walk? Like you understand? Know, <laughs> you understand? Know, yeah, 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 yeah. so, no, it's crazy. Yeah, it's cra- no, yeah. it's crazy. But like this is true. 
yeah this it still, is it still happens true. to this day like I, I i may not remember i don't last year i still got the exact same question like are you from africa and i was like i mean i know i'm black this might, but be, like, this might be a little personal mm-hmm. but like the accent a lot of people yeah good, good good question so a lot of people when i came pretty much picked it up my accent was actually like very strong mm. but one thing about me is i I seem to care. I care less about a lot of things. Like I really don't like care a lot when people ask, because I remember I'm not gonna mention, it, but I had a, a teacher in my school, um, who was like, I need you to be more, more, more. Um, I won't say vulnerable, but you need to like be able to enunciate your words, which was fine. Like I take mm. um constructive criticism and yeah. like you know work on it, and but the way she brought it up was like you need to like pretty much change your accent like you have to like oh, welcome everyone my like you know just make it more white Western. i don't she was, con- she was condescending yeah. you yeah so and I, and I was i was like I don't, I don't think this is for me so i pretty much had to bring it up for my supervisor like i don't know what you guys are teaching in this school <laughs> but i know way back home <laughs> all this i felt like there was a, a proper way should have said it like you know like yeah, be yeah, yourself yeah. but like you know this should probably be a better way very to do condescending it. and very honestly nice. honestly the school system over here like they tend to do that to black students mm-hmm. and i can't imagine an immigrant black student because you i mean for some of us who have grown up here our parents understand the culture can speak the language mm-hmm. so you get an immigrant parent who's coming here they're trying to sort themselves out and now all of a sudden someone's trying to take advantage of their kid at school and whatnot and not trying to help them grow. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a real thing. Yeah, but overall, I would just say, um, I know a lot of people think of me as that kid, but I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. People didn't know me just because, mm-hmm. you know, I was different. I, st- I stood out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I tried my best to just, like, work hard. My, my motive in high school wasn't, even, like, to make friends. I mean, I would love to make friends, yeah. but that wasn't my motive. My motive was just to, like, no, school, you know, try as much as possible. Like, my parents are the reason why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So I might as well be able to, like, put in that same effort in my yeah. school work and just make them happy, you know? Um, so that, that was pretty much it. A lot of people would just, like, you know, times of racism just bs they just want to be bad so like honestly that wasn't my motive so i was just like i care less and i, I i'm just gonna be me and just finish school and Head down and grind yeah just finish that chapter and just keep go- going to the next thing so. that's that's great man well it's clearly served you well thank you you're thank at you. university now yeah. i know you're doing very well on that you worked thank very you. hard okay. i i've seen it myself <laughs> and then also you're on twitch yeah you're in the okay, esports space big dog. Our, our <laughs> not just on twitch my guy's signed to Twitch. He's yeah. a verified partner, a verified ladies partner. and gentlemen. <laughs> Which is very crazy. Like, to this day, today I still woke up and I was like, is this actually me? Like, every day I wake up, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense. But I know what people are trying to say. Like, you put in the work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my growth, if I tell you in the span of... Tell us, tell us. I've, tell, I've, tell us where, tell us where you started to, to yeah. where you uh, started. Some of us, some of us have, have followed you, but yeah. not everybody might know. Yeah, uh, some I'm, I'm new. I just news this. Just some some of these people might not even know what Twitch is. So let's start okay, from okay. there. Like, what, what is... <laughs> no, no, it's a real thing, right? Like, not many people will know what Twitch is. I know, so, I know. It's funny, but true. Yeah, <laughs> and it's 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 not, it's okay to, to not know. Like, esports as itself and these type of streaming services are only getting bigger now mm. and it's like when netflix got big when blockbuster was down right like it's just one of those type of things so what may yeah give us a little cliff note on okay. what twitch is for, uh, for the esports community 
uh, as you said, esports is pretty much like a. At first, as of when I started, I know Twitch was pretty much more of a a, a gaming platform. Yeah. So meaning people game, people entertain, and do a lot of things. And in terms of a lot of things, there's like a lot of like public figures. They come in there, they talk. They, they have like viewers mm. they chat same thing as you have, you have a live stream on YouTube gotcha. so it's live stream they, whatever they're doing they have an audience okay so for me during the the pandemic which I wish I started earlier but I don't like I don't hey, say the I pandemic wish. helped a lot of people a lot of yeah. people yeah. stuff including unknown to podcast facts, <laughs> facts. Um, so I think my main motive was like every day i was waking up and i i, I just didn't know my purpose because mm. also high school was i was almost rounding up yeah and my motive was like okay i'm gonna go to university and but the universities are not like really short because you know the whole covid of a situation how is it going to transform yeah because definitely the school is not going to be the exact same thing oh no 100%. so my motive was like okay i play music mm-hmm. i love doing it but i don't practice a lot practice meaning I don't have the 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 time, mm. but it's pandemic. I have I've been practicing literally like nonstop every yeah, single day. Yeah, there's nothing but time. Man. I just I just I don't have an excuse. I do this every single day. So my main um um inspiration actually is there is this group of there these two ladies. They're called I'm I'm just gonna shout them out. They call them Montero Twins. I follow <laughs> them on YouTube, and yeah. for some reason, they started Twitch. And for people who know me, I am not really a social media person. I don't know. How, I may have an old mind, but I don't. I don't know how to operate stuff. <laughs> I mean, I know it exists. I just tend not to use it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, who am I gonna communicate on Instagram? I don't know anyone. So fair enough. Fair enough. Um. So I, I pretty much like even like I made a Twitter. I made people like pretty much helped me out. You know, to like grow the platform and everything. Yeah. Um. But I started in May first because they they stream on Twitch as well, and I watch what they do. Yeah. And. When I got on the platform, I was they kind of like encouraged and like, okay, you should actually like you know, you play, you might as well just like start it out. Yeah. So I had actually a Discord call with um like a couple of their their friends, and they're like, oh, you play music, you have a good camera system, your mm-hmm. camera looks really nice, it looks presentable, mm-hmm. which I use for like all the Zoom calls you guys have seen. This yeah. guy's um, camera people is elite. <laughs> Soundboard, oh, Chris. Soundboard. Oh, everyone, everyone talks about my audio. Everyone talks about my camera. So everyone's like, like he's he, this is pretty nice. So I was like, I might as well just pursue this and I see how it goes. And for people who know me, I tend to have a little fun. I I don't I don't really have any like things to draw me down. I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is this is me and this, yeah. this is what I do. So I started May first, and from May first, I think all the way to. October, I think what made me actually blow up was my birthday stream. Meaning, a lot I got a lot of raids. Meaning, um, for people who don't understand the terminology, it's like yeah, you're a public figure on, on the platform. You bring your community into wherever you raid. So you bring the the community into the person you're watching right now. Yeah. Um. So I would say from the span of like May first all the way to like September twenty two, I got like five hundred followers, which. It's not like a, a huge, huge mm-hmm. growth. No, no, no. That's, that's a huge number. Don't it's a huge number. No, that, 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 <laughs> trust that, me. That is a, a lot of huge number. To gain that amount on a social media platform. That's 500 people in like... With exactly. no promotion. No, no, no. I know. No big promotion. Yeah, very true. That's Which, if I... T- to this guy. day... To this day... <laughs> if I say 99% of people on Twitch that act literally at my followers... Not, if I count each and every one of you, like the 1%, 
my dad brought his sister like one percent. The rest is literally just twins. Or, organic. Uh, and starting from like my birthday stream, which was like the most insane to this day that I planned pretty much, and everyone literally came to my like everyone was like, "Who are you? Where have you been? Like, why haven't you done? You understand? You took Twitch by storm. And yeah. everyone is pretty much like just helped me out. Like, oh, keep doing this, keep growing, and. I think that was when I actually took it serious. That was like, okay, I think people really like really enjoy what I do, and I was like, okay, I might as well just like put in more effort. So from like October to now, like I have blown. I've literally been for people, I've been on front page <laughs> for like two months. Like prior, I was I've always been there, and people just come in like with good comments, like, oh, why why aren't you like famous? I'm like, I'm not famous. I'm just a normal dude who just plays. <laughs> Have fun. I played the sax. I played the keyboard. I played the drums. I played the bass. I played a lot of instruments. I have fun. Um, so I've been like grinding for like four months, just streaming only music, and apparently it paid out. And I think I just got the email generally. I was like, okay, your partner. I was like, hmm. that's amazing. So, yeah. Congrats. And when Congrats. I got the check mark, I'm telling you, I was, I was losing my mind. I, I was. I didn't know what to do because I was like. It does. I don't know. I what? And again, I haven't streamed for a year. That's the annoying. Part. That's the crazy part. Mm. Because for a lot of people stream for like three years and they're not even close. Yeah. That that is the crazy part. Like people have been there for like years and they're never they aren't even close. But none of them or, are doing what you're doing, right? Like when you hear Twitch, most of the people that are on that service are playing video games. Video games. And, at some point, video games is not something that you're going to want to watch all the mm -hmm. time. I'm not going to go on YouTube and only watch one certain thing. Like, mm -hmm. There's a, a market open for a lot of others. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're doing with that space is, is opening up a door for other people. And it's it's breaking down the barrier that you know Twitch isn't just a, a game gaming services, service, right? Yeah. Like it, People are on there doing just chat IRLs, right? Like You mm -hmm. can walk around with your phone live and mm -hmm. sit in a park and just... If whatever people want to tune in and watch, that's the type of service it is. Like, mm -hmm. it's a little bit different than YouTube, but at the same time, like, it's YouTube in a sense. So, mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's sick, man. Like, just hearing your story, I'm kind of, like, blown <laughs> away, trying to process all of it. So, so with, all, with all that being said, like, where do you see yourself taking this? With, like, because you got the um, verified say, and say, yeah. like, two, three years from now. Where do you like? Do you are you gonna expand to YouTube? Uh, or are you just gonna stick honestly, with it for fun? Honestly, for those who don't know, I'm twenty. So <laughs> one, I'm I'm not like downgrading myself. It's more like it's that it's, it's actually a huge accomplishment. Like being twenty and just doing this. For I, sure. I was I didn't see myself. My goal we literally was like okay in a year. 1k followers you know and now i'm already literally close to 7k followers on twitch which is yeah dumb it's insane that's what i'm gonna say but um from what i have seen so far like my goal at first was just to play mm. and inspire people and just like okay literally because a lot of people know like i can do pretty much a lot of things like a ton of things um a ton of things that i i haven't still shown on like if if you know me like on a daily basis, like you like you know me know me, then you've never seen like literally what I can do yet. So so far because I know as I say school is priority for me. I still have to like you know I want to finish my education first. Mm. Lay down on like I'll say lay down on go out, but more or less like still channel that and pretty much like inspire people. Because when I play, there are a lot of people who come to me. It's like 
there was like from now I think there are like seven people who literally bought saxophones just because I play, yeah. which is wow insane. And That's a lot a of and, and yeah. most people literally like if sends me direct messages if I mean I could get screenshots but send me direct messages like is there a way you could like go like maybe on YouTube get a patron and like teach you know like they they they're literally looking they want to learn from they want to learn. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, you know, they're like the YouTube videos. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, it's not the same. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if there is a way I could figure that out, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. But as of now, you know, you can come by. If there's any questions, let me know, you know, mm-hmm. if there's something. And which makes me, really makes me happy because when people come For in sure. and it's like, oh, I'm, I want to start streaming. How do I start? Um, what do I need to do? What do I need to get? You're asking someone who literally... You don't know them from, you don't know them from anything. And I don't know where they're from. I don't know who started. And the the important thing is, I'm not going to lie, every single time I start streaming, it makes my day. I don't know what it is. It just, my day is always made. I may have a a stressful day or a day that I'm just like, today was actually a lot. Like I did so much. I start streaming. It just puts my smile on my face. I can can, can sleep happy just Mm. knowing that people are having a great time, but I'm also having a great time as well. It's that community bond. Exactly. And I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know what it's like. Like, when I'm... I I wouldn't necessarily... I follow many people on Twitch that I feel that way about when it's like... But YouTube, when I'm like, have a subscriber that I... Like, a content creator that I really like and I notice that that new notification like this guy just posted a video it is a good feeling that, it, is, it that, is a good feeling that puts it a good like, especially after a long day at work mm-hmm. and can come home get like a beer or something mm-hmm. watch my YouTube video watch Twitch you know like knowing that every like let's say your schedule is like every Friday at 7 I know that Friday at 7 so if I have that time it's gonna be a good time mm-hmm. right I know that my content creator my guy like my favorite TV show is on at this time I know I'm gonna be happy and it's the same thing for the content creator itself, especially when they have that that, that good bond. community. Yeah. Uh, for me, what I I probably see myself like in a few years, like I give myself a few years. I I just feel like I would actually want to see myself being able to like collaborate with like other, other artists. Con- mm. artists and, and content, content creators. creators. Like I see, I'm I'm trying to see myself like you know how we have like like hopefully hopefully we have um um like leaves leaves game. Mm-hmm. I get I, I get invited to play the, the national anthem. Can you imagine you right beside Martino Ortiz uh, yeah. yeah, playing yeah, the yeah. saxophone? Like my and oh, I'm, and she's just bellowing out. Oh my goodness! I'm putting it on here now. Mark it down now. Mark it down now. Mark it down on this Mark it on the listen, wall. Listen, 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 listen. Right here, right now. First round playoffs. OMA is gonna be playing the national anthem. <laughs> that is my goal. On one of the games, home games, he's gonna be playing national anthem with with. Who's the singer? I don't Martina Ortiz. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to butcher the beautiful angel's name. You notice how, you, you know, you notice how Mandela knew the name? Oh, yeah. instantly. <laughs> Man, I watched the, every single Leafs home game. Like, oh, yeah. it's, very, it's very hard for me to miss a Leafs home game unless I'm working or I'm sick. Content creation <laughs> analogy right there. Yes. Whenever Manny watches the Leafs, he's happy. Yeah. Whenever somebody watches OMA, happy. Like just the way it it's is. just it's 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 just gonna be super crazy. Like what if what if like brought it up was when I watched the the Super Bowls. I was just like, imagine if this if this was me like just playing. <laughs> but that's the type of mentality you should have. Like yeah. I'm gonna be on the Super Bowl halftime. And show. Well, how does that work? You just make you know, keep grinding, right. keep posting more, keep you know, keep doing yeah, your thing. Basically. Yeah, my stuff. Yeah. Like so we know you're busy and everything with school. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a content schedule right now for that people wanted to 
tune in and do you want to share your yeah. twitch name so that way the people can know we'll add it into the uh we'll add your twitch okay. and instagram in our post bio but just in case anybody wants to okay figure it out yeah um i mean a lot of people know me by oweme which is my actual name but i have like a, a gimme tag which mm -hmm. is like my twitch name um it's ninja riot which is ninja then r-i-o-d okay. so it's literally the name every platform twitter youtube tiktok ig I don't know whatever platform you guys Twitter, use. Twitter, TikTok, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Snapchat, I'm there. Something. I have a Snapchat. Tumblr, same thing. Yeah, right? What else? MySpace, Vibe, TOS. For those who know, because I, I do know a lot of people. Oh my god! Like, um, I know a lot of people who track me down. Someone was like, I came from YouTube. I'm like. I just I just started I just I just I just, I just made the, I just made but an that's account. That's good, man. That's good, man. That's, I came that's from Twitter. Growth, right? I just started. That's, yeah, that's so growth. I'm, I'm pretty much like everywhere, and yeah. And is I'm, there a certain day or like a certain couple day? days that you might stream or be posting? Doesn't have to be concrete, but no. Like I mean, you, right you... now, right now, as I say, question. I can't. I'm not a full time streamer. Yeah. Hopefully, if if that happens, I I I don't know. But if that happens, that would be cool. But normally, because I'm also in school, I just have Wednesdays and Fridays. Wednesdays and I just like stream Wednesdays, Fridays, 8.30 p.m. EST, just because okay. it works for me that way. Just because yeah. I'm done with school, I've done a lot of assignments, I want to distress. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, just, I just go live. Right. You heard it here first, guys. Mm -hmm. Wednesdays and Fridays, 8.30 Eastern Time. You can catch them on Twitch. We'll put the, the link in the description of the episode and in the uh, Instagram post as well. But thank you for that, Owen. Thank you. That was great. John, thank you for, for your answers and no problem. everything else. I think we're just going to ask a couple other questions maybe, but Manny. All right, John and Owemi, thanks for joining us again. Uh, just last question. We'll lead off with John first. Any final thoughts or words of advice for the people out there? Support women's basketball. Support women's sports, number one. Uh, and just like... Yo, just try to be good to to your your fellow neighbor. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very big on that. You know, I'm not gonna tell you. I can tell you, read your history, read that. But you know what? Just try, just try to be a good person as much as possible. It's tough out here. You know what I mean? And hopefully, you being a good person, you know, op, you know, opportunities will come your way for you to propel yourself in life. Um, on my end, I would pretty much just say as a young teenager, I would just say believe in yourself. As a little kid, yeah. I tend not to do I won't I won't say that I tend not to, but I when I was little I just I had goals but I felt like I couldn't reach them just because I, I, I had low self esteem. But now with the opportunity I feel like I can say to other people and other kids that just believe in yourself. Like if you're good at something, art, cooking, singing, dancing, coaching, teaching, just believe you can do those stuff and everything will just work out the way. Don't let someone decide who you are or define who you are. Mm. You should be able to, you know, decipher and say, okay, oh, this is what I, I love doing best. I'm going to keep grinding at it and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it's going to go move forward. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, well said. Um, to support the allyship and believing in yourself mm -hmm. regardless mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. Just yeah. because of your age, gender, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Like, if you want to do something, just do it. Yeah. And put your full 
best foot forward, yeah. as they say. Mm-hmm. Matt, how about yourself? Um, yeah, just going to piggyback, be a good neighbor, support everybody around you. Um, a lot of things going on in other people's lives that you may not know about, so that check-in on somebody could be a yeah. different maker. And then, yeah, just kind of, like, support support all the sports, man. Like, women's sports, like, we need a lot more support and viewership on that. And even if it's just reposting a post on Instagram yeah. or Twitter, retweeting something, liking something, like, throwing a hashtag out there on your post that kind of grows the game. So just anything that might help the future of women's sports and everything like that. Great, 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 great. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for joining us again. Um, again, it's Black History Month. Please uh, research, share information with your friends, be an ally, uh, be proud of who you are, be proud of yourself, and represent who you are unapologetically. Again, thank you guys for listening to us, and we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And until next time, unknown to you, we're out.